Live from Hazard, Kentucky, this is Jamin' John's Wrestling News. Here's your news for Wednesday, May 29th, 2019. We start off with some breaking news out of the WWE. WWE NXT star Rachel Evers, also known as Rachel Ellering, posted the following on her Twitter account today. Rachel Evers tweeted, Let me start by saying this. I am okay. I was hit by a drunk driver today on my way home from the Performance Center, hit and run. I'm extremely thankful it was my passenger side that was hit. Some people aren't so lucky. Please don't drink and drive. She also posted a photo of the driver that hit her, along with the license plate on the back of the car, and tweeted, Side note, as he drove off, I ran after him and got the best pictures of both his plates and face. I love a good cardio challenge. Want to send good vibes and well wishes out to Rachel Evers for such a scary situation that she went through, and I'm very, very happy that she is okay. Just please, folks, watch out for drunk drivers, and also, never, ever drink and drive. That's not the only breaking news that I have for you guys today in the pro wrestling world. TMZ.com is reporting that former WWE star Terry Runnels was arrested this morning in Florida for carrying a concealed firearm at the Tampa International Airport, which is a class-free felony. Now, TMZ noted, we're told she was arrested at a security checkpoint with a loaded Glock 9mm. The charge carries a punishment of up to five years in prison and up to $5,000 in fines. She was taken to jail and bond was set at $2,000. Records show she's still locked up as of this reporting. And for those of you that don't know, Runnels was formerly married to Dustin Goldust Rhodes. The artist formerly known as Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, appeared on Chris Jericho's podcast and spoke about his departure from WWE. Here are some highlights courtesy of Reddit user Hollow Lotch. He said he knew he wanted to leave the company in July 2018 when he was out with an injury. He refused to read a scripted promo because he believed it was idiotic and ridiculous, while Vince believed it was great. He talked about the promos he read while feuding with Seth late last slash early this year, and how they made no sense. He tried to rewrite them and he got frustrated when he couldn't. He talked about enjoying the Make-A-Wish stuff and how he became an adult in WWE. He also said he fought him cutting the promo talking about Roman's cancer was distasteful. He also said that he felt like walking out on the Raw where he got shots and got vaccinated during a promo, and that was the day he 100% knew he was leaving and not coming back. He also said that Vince tried to talk him into saying another cancer remark about Roman. He said it was so bad that they could have lost sponsors and he refused to say it. He also said he was excited to return to wrestling when he was injured, but not excited to return to WWE. He says if there was no other promotion other than WWE, he still would have left. He said that Vince McMahon didn't know he was unhappy, even with John slash Dean being open with his frustrations to Vince about scripts. He also said he was happy to take bumps from Nia Jax, but felt like it was them punishing him for leaving. He also said they offered him a new contract and he didn't even look at it, he said his goal in AEW is to be the best version of himself, looking forward to creative freedom. He said that Tony Khan is the exact opposite of Vince McMahon. He likes him and the fact that he's a huge wrestling fan. He talked about using social media now that he's out of WWE, and he told Seth he's a wild animal that's been domesticated for too long when Seth was upset about him leaving. To clarify, he was referring to himself as the wild animal, not Seth. 
He explained it to Seth as it being the end of Harry and the Hendersons, where Harry is set free. Also, Reddit user Swagga Like Bama also provided some notes. John Moxley said that Vince always fought Dean's character with some wacky guy who did zany crap and he tried to fight it. He knew he wanted to leave back in July of last year and considered quitting. This was during his entry and he said he was miserable. He said he didn't like the hokey crap and didn't understand why he was getting it and thought they were setting him up. He said he never understood WWE's promos and said they didn't make any sense. In one of his germaphobe promos, he said there was originally a joke about a pooper scooper and how he wouldn't go out there without it. He said he wasn't saying it and talked about the process he had to regularly go through to get stuff changed. He also mentioned the shot in the butt and how when he got in the script, he sat in a meeting staring at the paper, seething over it. He went to go meet with Vince and Vince thought it wasn't comedy and thought it was well written and it would get a ton of heat. Ambrose told him that if this is what he wanted, he pulled it off and said he's told Vince that thousands of times. He wanted to come back as a heel and pitched it to Vince before coming back and wanted to be a completely new character and as much as he liked tagging with Seth, he wanted to do something new. He talked about how he hated how they brought him back, even down to Seth introducing him basically. He left and went to Triple H and Vince and said he wasn't re-signing. He was hoping they'd take him off TV and thought they'd bury him, and Vince tried to justify it and said he didn't know Ambrose was unhappy despite Ambrose voicing it for years, and Ambrose said he was calm and explained that he's leaving and said Vince was crying. He said he got physically sick every Monday because he was worried about the crap they'd have him do. Despite him being a heel and booing when he lost, despite John seeing it as them knowing what's going on. He also talked about how they kept bringing him back and he thought that every time they wrote him off he didn't like it. Moxley also said that he made $500 for the SHIELD WWE Network special. And staying on the topic of WWE, in an interview with Kenny McIntosh of Inside the Ropes during StarCast 2, Dustin Rhodes talked about his final years with WWE by saying, A lot of people hate their jobs and a lot of people love their jobs and I love pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is my first love. And for the past four years with WWE, I kind of lost my passion. Because let's face it, you're sitting in the back, you're not doing anything, and it's just really hard. It's frustrating when you have so much to give, but time is running out because you're getting old. It sucks when you're not being picked and you're pitching these ideas to the writers and to creative and events and to anybody else who will listen, but nothing happens. It's like, oh, we'll just put you in a backstage segment standing in the hallway when Goldberg makes his effing entrance. You know... Thanks, I appreciate that, but no thanks. I would rather be doing something with substance on the show of a storyline. Whether I deserve it or not, I don't know, but that's what I wanted. That's what I desired. That's where my passion was, and I lost it along the way, and I wanted out. It was hard to get out. It's like if anybody has seen the movie Papillon, WWE's like a prison. It really is. It's one of the prisons they take good care of you in, but I needed to go and do something else, man, because I had been there for so long. They had taken good care of me, but I needed to get out. I needed to get out and breathe and try to find my passion again. Dustin continued on by saying, There are other things I want to do in life before it just ends, you know? Because you never know. You take every day for granted. Tomorrow might not never happen. There's acting I might want to do. There's teaching, opening a wrestling school. There are all kinds of things that I have in my mind that I am creating constantly every single day. To actually be able to get out and say this is my last day with the company and for it to actually get done and be able to go out and speak about it was a breath of fresh air. 
Several wrestling fans noted that signs were being confiscated at last night's episode of SmackDown Live. The two most notable signs that were taken said, You aren't MJF and save us Triple H, which appeared on television. It's believed that the signs were confiscated because they were obstructing the views of people at ringside. In an interview with TVInsider.com prior to Monday Night Raw, Paul Heyman indicated that Brock Lesnar would be working more dates for WWE than he did in 2018. Paul Heyman said, I think you've already seen more Brock Lesnar than I think people had any right to expect by the middle of May. Certainly nobody called this shot. Since Brock Lesnar is about to announce the title he is going to focus on, I think you're going to see more of Brock Lesnar in 2019 than you did in 2018. How much more? Again, why spoil the surprise? One day after the announcement that Lars Sullivan will face the Lucha House Party at Super Showdown, the official Twitter account of Sullivan has been shut down. Sullivan had been largely inactive on the account since his controversial post from Bodybuilding.com first went viral. And finally, here on Jam and John's Wrestling News, thanks to Sean X-Pac Waltman's podcast for sending along the following recap. Sean Waltman on why Cody vs. Dustin was his match of the night. It was the best match of the night. Nothing against anyone, because when you say that, some people go, that's a put-down on other matches. Because there were great matches. I mean, arguably, one of the best pay-per-views some people say ever. From their minds, just because of the significance of it all. And that was the best match of the show. If you go by the crowd reaction and the sustained heat from beginning to end, there's great matches to where the people are going effing ape crap, and there's parts of the match where they are dead effing quiet until they get them going again. Even some of the really great matches that have been talked about recently, you'll find quiet spots in those matches that ideally you don't want to have. And this match didn't have that. People were crazy the whole way through from what I can tell. It was so great. Just, I mean, you know, when I talk about the really important stuff, it's not the moves, it's the stuff in between the moves, and that's all the crap that they did here. The stuff they did in between the moves was brilliant. It was just so great. I'm so happy for both of those guys, but Dustin especially. Because Dustin, he's admittedly been very open about his struggles and all that. And a lot of that has to do with self-image and not thinking as high enough about yourself as you should. So when I see him go out there and do that and everyone pile and praise on him for it, that he deserves it, just makes me really, really happy for him. Waltman also commented on Bret Hart's appearance and MJF's interactions with him by saying, It was a good surprise. They picked a really good person for that, and the belt was great looking. I just like that it wasn't the conventional design. A lot of the belt designs, they have a similar look to them. And everything about it, I thought it had a really classy look. It was beautiful. I really enjoyed that segment too. I think MJF is great. I think he was 17 or 18 when I first met him, and I was just like, yeah, just keep on doing what you're doing. One of the things I was amused by that was neat for me was watching how amused Brett was out there listening to MJF. All of it, I could see him kind of smiling. I could tell he was genuinely having a good time out there. Get it all on this week's brand new episode of AfterBuzz TV's Xbox 12360. Two words for you download it. Xbox 12360 is also available for download on iTunes and now on Spotify. That is your news for Wednesday, May 29, 2019. Check back here tomorrow for another Jam and John's Wrestling News Flash Briefing on Amazon Alexa devices, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at John Caldwell, J-O-N-C-O-L-W-E-L-L. -L. Follow me on Instagram, the Jam and John. 
If you'd like to sponsor Jamin Jones Wrestling News or your wrestling promotion wanting to get your next big event out, you can email me, jzcalwell at gmail.com. That's J-Z-C-O-L-W-E-L-L at gmail.com. Big shout out to Ryan Hurdle and Tony Nelson for subscribing to my Patreon. You too can subscribe to me by going to patreon.com slash jamandjohn. I have free packages on there ranging from free to $7. Not a whole lot of money. I would really appreciate it if you supported me a little bit financially. Once again, that's patreon.com slash jamandjohn. This is Jam and John saying thanks, goodbye, and I'll see you tomorrow.